0: to the Fable 411 podcast produced by the City of Fable where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments to help keep our city moving. I'm Gab Roberts,
1: And I'm Sherry Crop. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. On this episode, we're gonna talk about a local organization that has impacted the lives of many residents in our community. And uh, our guest today is Brandon Price. He is with the Fayetteville Area Habitat for Humanity. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you, thank you guys for having me. And
1: And Brandon, let me just start off by saying (laughs) congratulations. You were recently named the chief executive officer for the Habitat. Um, And I've known you for many, many years. Many moons, many moons. Yeah, we go way back. And I know that you have such a big passion for helping people and serving people in the community. So I think it's very fitting that you are in this position. But uh, for people that don't know you, give a a brief (laughs) background of your history.
2: Yeah, no problem. Uh, And and Sherry, you're right. We go back a ways. And in fact, um, we go back to where I started, actually. Um, I graduated from Fayetteville State University in uh, 2005, December 2005, and joined Fayetteville Urban Ministry in 2006 which is where I spent, you know, eight years, the first eight years of my professional career uh, under the leadership of Johnny Wilson, Sonny Kelly, those guys. Um, And that's where we met, you know, when when I was working, doing that, doing the work of that other community through Urban Ministry. Um, In 2015, I left Urban Ministry to go to law school, Uh, spent three years in law school, graduated with my uh, Juris Doctorate and a Master's in um, Alternative Dispute Resolution and came back to the local area and uh, I can't get away from nonprofit. <laughs> you love to so serve, jo- yeah. Join, join Habitat and it's been uh it's been a great ride.
1: Give us just a brief overview of what the goal of Habitat is for, for those that don't know.
2: So Habitat for Humanity uh, was founded um back in the late seventies, really with the mission of just building affordable housing, you know, community members building housing for the community, really. So uh and, and since then, it's quarter, you know, sort of taken off from there, and we're an international organization. But on a local level, um, we're, you know, we have stuck to that, that true fabric of just building. Um, we believe that everyone has, uh, deserves a safe, affordable, um, decent place to live. And really, when you think about it, that's really it. I mean, everything that we do is attached to those three things, safe, affordable, and decent. And so we just, we believe that everyone deserves that, you know, that decent place to live. And so studies show that um, parents miss fewer days of work when they go home to a home that they own. Kids spend fewer days in the emergency room when they are living at a home that somebody owns. And so, uh, you know, it's just a healthier scenario for everyone all around. And, you know, home ownership traditionally has been the cornerstone of wealth for every family. And so the, the history of housing goes really deep, and I know we don't have enough time to talk about the history of housing, yeah, right, but right. I, I will say that the mission has remained the same since the, the late 70s, which is putting the deserving families in a safe, affordable, uh, decent place to live.
0: And you guys provide that bridge. That means for uh, the kind of it's so challenging nowadays. I just bought my first house, and I know how difficult oh, yeah. it was to get into. And mm-hmm. the prices being what they are, it's not going to get any cheaper. And nah. it, it's a double edged sword because when you're renting, you're, all your money's going to rent, and you sure. can't build up that that nest egg for that down payment. Right. And, and and the reality is, once you're in the house, the, the uh, a mortgage is typically cheaper than what you're probably paying out in rent. Right. In the long run. So you guys it, it is. Yeah, you guys played that vital role in, in helping make that a reality for so many people who thought home ownership was never in the cards for them.
2: Absolutely. And it, you know what's crazy is that when we um dedicate some homes to uh to, to folks who are over who are fifty plus, some of them are still the first people in their family to ever own a home. Um, which is, you know, when you think about what that might mean for them and their family, to be the first person in your family to own a home at fifty plus years old. I mean, that's saying a lot. And so to your point of just being a recent uh, home purchaser, it's really difficult to be able to get out of a, a rental situation and save up for a down payment and, and be prepared, which is what Habitat, that's where we come into play, as you mentioned. You know, we are able to offer things that maybe a traditional mortgage wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be offered because wouldn't be offered, listen to that bad boy, that poor <laughs> language, Um the one of the th- a lot of the ways we're the same as a traditional financial institution, but except for we're the bank and the builder. So, um, when you come to Habitat to get a home, you're gonna get a zero percent interest mortgage or two percent interest mortgage, which is still the best thing on the street. There's nothing cheaper <laughs> than that there's right nothing, now. Nothing yeah, there's better. nothing. That's the Ampia. best thing in the market, I should say. See, you see that part of me coming out, <laughs>
0: um,
2: <laughs> but. Um, you know, and that's one of the ways that we're able to help families. You know, the thing about affordable housing is it's not affordable. I mean, we absorb the additional costs for Oak Ridge, for uh, Oak Ridge estates, for example, those homes cost us over about $170,000 to build. They appraise for about $110,000, $120,000 and families can't afford, you know, even what it appraises for. And we're not allowed to put families in homes where the cost of the home their mortgage would be more greater than thirty percent of their monthly more uh their monthly income, so some families you know still can't afford an 80000 thousand dollar home. Well, who absorbs the additional cost? Well, we do, and we're only able to do that for folks like the city of Fayetteville, you know Snyder Memorial Baptist Church, uh, First Presbyterian, the state of North Carolina, folks like that who step up who say you know what, we want to help you put deserving families in in homes.
1: I know that you work a lot with the city of Fayetteville uh, and especially our economic and community development department on many projects. Talk about that partnership.
2: So Oak Ridge Ridge Estates was a 47 home development that we partnered with the city um, for. Um, And that's been a project that we've done over the last three years, been working towards that. Um, In addition to that, you know, Oak Ridge really covers three different areas for us, um, Oak Ridge was a, a response to um, the hurricane displacement. Um, families were, who are still displaced, many of them, um, since Hurricanes Matthew and Florence. So the first 15 houses in Oak Ridge Estates are actually go to ho- uh, they were homes that went to families that were impacted by one or both of those hurricanes. Um, we also have a cul-de-sac that has nine uh, homes that are dedicated specifically to veterans. So it's like veterans helping veterans, right, and living next to a— um, your comrades, if you will. And uh, and then, you know, of course, addressing the affordable housing piece with what, um, what's left over. Um, but then we also have been working and doing a lot of work in the central Campbellton area, which is, you know, right uh, in the downtown area off of Link Street um, in that corridor right there. So where we're continuing to do some work. So we're, you know, we always say that Habitat is not the solution all the time but we are a part of the solution you know when it comes to neighborhood revitalization and then words start coming up like gentrification and things like that well if we're a part of that in the front end then we're able to create change from and uh create the change that we want to see um and being a part of the plan from the beginning and getting those um, families that um, would traditionally be moved out by traditional gentrification um we can able to get them into brand new homes, and they're able to still stay in the area where they can afford to live.
0: And in fact, I think uh, even um, our uh, economic development company, uh, department even refers to guys as a chodo uh, that works with the city. Could you explain a little bit of what a Choto is?
2: Sure. So a Choto is a, a community housing development organization, um, and we have uh, we address several different things for the city. But we also have folks um, where you know where, we're, where we are required to have a certain number of folks on our board who represent certain areas, who um, whether it's housing or representing low-income neighborhoods or living in certain zip codes uh, to address some of these things. So we're kind of like a community housing uh, development organization is an organization that's addressing the needs of the people and with the people, if you will, that we're trying to address these issues with. So,
0: And, you know, one of my favorite parts about a Habitat, and I, I think is so wonderful, is people get involved in building their own homes. And there's a lot of opportunities for people, uh, not only if you're going to be a future homeowner, but also just want to help out and uh, to, to help, with, whether building or financial support for. Tell me a little bit about the ways that someone can get involved with Habitat.
2: Sure. So um, as you mentioned, you know, part of the Habitat model is neighbors helping their neighbors build their home. Um, So the volunteering piece, every family has to do 300 sweat equity hours, uh, and that is volunteering, doing, you know, the work of the community where you're not getting any compensation. Um, And we need more volunteers to come out and help our families build these homes. That's how we do it. That's part of how we absorb some of the labor cost of building a home is by building it with our neighbors. Um, we also could use, you know, uh, volunteers at our Habitat Restore. There's only one Habitat Restore, and it's located at 3833 Bragg Boulevard. Um, and you can donate your furniture, gently used uh, appliances, and stuff like that um, as you are upgrading your own home uh, to the Habitat Restore. We turn around and sell that, and all the funds and the proceeds go to building affordable housing. Period. You also can shop at our Habitat Restore. Um, if you're um, doing, you know, looking for new furniture, that's a great place to start. Or looking for some uh, different things for your home to upgrade, or, or what have you. Uh, so though, and and you can always, I would not be doing my job <laughs> if I did not say that you could write a check. We would always take donations uh, um, to help us build homes because it's not cheap uh, to build homes and housing is uh, affordable housing, as I mentioned earlier. The part about affordable housing is it's not affordable. So the only way we're able to do it is through partnering. And we always like to say it's incredible what we can do when nobody cares who gets the credit. We're just excited to partner with everyone to get the work of the community done. Habitat for Humanity, we are a Christian organization. We make no apologies for that. But you do not have to be a Christian to donate. You don't have to be a Christian to volunteer. You don't have to be a Christian to get a home. It's the Christian. Christ is the cornerstone from which we were founded and which we build every single house. But we welcome everyone from all walks of life, all faiths. Um, and, you know, we have a diverse group of uh, uh, Habitat families that we're excited to, to partner with in order to get their family homes
0: and i think the volunteer builds are so much fun i always <laughs> enjoy coming out. i think one of my favorite memories is you know the police and fire departments have a little friendly rivalry sometimes and they'll yeah. try to outdo each other when they're building and that can be kind of fun i think one year we saw <laughs> one of the firefighters put a donut on the end of a, of a bill hook and was dangling in front of the police department <laughs> trying to distract him and oh, spray yeah. him water over onto to the side <laughs> but well, yeah you know.
2: it's the, the competitiveness that we mm-hmm. see at different points like that like uh is it, always fun we have a. Uh, usually about two to three really big voluntary events a year. We have voluntary events all year long, but the big ones are like women build in, in, uh, in, in March, which celebrates international women's day. We kind of do it for a week long. And then we have veterans Build, which is coming up in November. So mm-hmm. these are things that you guys can uh, sign up for. We have Patriots uh, build and on October the 3rd, there's going to be world habitat day. Um, uh, you know, so we try to do that, and that's going to be at our habitat restore. That's not a volunteer build, but that's just a day that we're celebrating affordable housing, celebrating getting folks in the homes, and so it's just a big celebration. And so, if um, if you don't have anything going on October the third, come by and check us out.
1: And there's nothing more rewarding than knowing that you've helped somebody mm-hmm. or uh, with an opportunity to be a first-time homeowner, you know, by helping out and volunteering and things like that uh, for for people that may not have ever been able to afford a home if it were not for this opportunity.
2: Absolutely. And we're, we're humbled, really. Uh, I w- you know, the classes that the, we require Habitat families to take, the 50 hours of, uh, of things that are dealing with, you know, learning how to balance your checkbook, things that impact your credit, you know, small repairs that you can make on your own in your home and things like that. These are things that I think every homeowner should know. I wish I would have known these things before I became a homeowner. Right, yeah. And so it's, uh, we just believe in being a hand up, not a handout. And so these families, uh, a lot of the myth is that people think that Habitat builds houses and gives them away. That's not ever what we've done. So every family walks away with the mortgage, um, but it's a the mortgage they can afford, and it's not more than 30% of their monthly income.
0: All right, uh, right before we wrap up, where can g- people go to learn more about uh Fayetteville Area Habitat for Humanity?
2: So, um, if you want to go visit us online, you can go to www.fayettevillenchabitat.org. Fayetteville, NC, like the city, Fayetteville, NC, uh, habitat.org. You can visit us, um, in person on at 3833 Bragg Boulevard, uh, right here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We also cover Cumberland, Bladen, and Sampson County, so that's another piece. Um, so if if you're listening to this, um, just know that we're supporting and we're expanding our territory into multiple counties at this point. Um, but also, you can go, you can kind of look us up on all of the social media platforms. We're there, uh, like us or whatever you do on social media. I'm getting old now. I don't know how to do well, I double click serious. or whatever? I'll do all do all that stuff that you can stay in contact with us. But we're we're there. So um, yeah, come by and check us out, or you can give us a phone call at nine one zero four eight three zero nine five two.
0: Well, Brandon, thank you for coming on and sharing all that great information about Fable Area Habitat for Humanity.
2: Not a problem. Thank you guys for having me so much.
0: Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Fable 411. The Fable 411 is one of several podcasts that the city produces for our podcast channel, Radio Fable, we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the city of Fable. Be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music podcast portal, Radio Fable is also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and TuneIn.
1: You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. You can view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. And to get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.